We're rocking, we're rocking, we're in there, we we're in there. We are rolling, let's go. Rocking and rolling, that's what we do around here. <laughs> um, right now, it's only Joby and I. It is only the two of us. But just you wait, we have a special guest coming <laughs> later. We're adding a third to the spicy mix. Exactly, it's not just sex right now. <laughs> it will be more than that. Right now it is just sex. Right, but yeah. there's so much more in store. Um, just you wait sorry to bring up fucking again af fresh after the <laughs> the last podcast ended like that but uh you know that, that's a hey, you 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 knew what you signed up Ex for. <laughs> exactly you clicked on a podcast named a sporty threesome and so and we appreciate you and and we appreciate you but if you didn't expect that at least you think we're not gonna say shit about the name we're just gonna leave it like that no no, <laughs> no we're not fake like that come on um, we, need, we need we still need to figure out a a good a good like you know theme or like uh I'm trying to not not a jingle but like a <laughs> like a like a, a, a motto. It's just it's just us moaning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We will not be doing that no, except for on our Patreon. <laughs> But we can't make that for five dollars a month. You yeah. can hear us moan sporty threesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll make one of those little apps like they do with like the fart ones, where it's like different noises. No, <laughs> like a soundboard, a soundboard of our moans. That's crazy. I think that I would pay for that Patreon. Yeah, who? Well, you know what? I was gonna say who wouldn't, um, but uh, probably most people, unfortunately. So. You came here for sports. Sports comes before threesome. So why don't we talk about some sports now? Let's do that. Let's do that. Well, first, how was your day? It was pretty good. Um, work was good. I worked uh, an opening shift, which shout out because I'd be closing most of these days. So mm. I hate getting out. I hate I hate closing so bad. But uh, getting up in the morning to open felt like I was like, starting my day off and then i still have a day afterwards to you know mm -hmm. engage with the things that i enjoy like mm -hmm. this podcast of course, of course and so now we're now we're here and now we're thriving and yeah. then even after the podcast i will still do things so that's that's good what about you not bad you know another day uh last day of work before a four-day weekend nice because nice. of christmas so that's nice oh yeah happy Love holidays yes. merry christmas happy to those holidays of you out to whatever there. you celebrate I hope you have a great break and have fun and see family. Do whatever you, it is you like to do. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 good though. You know, I get to relax for the next four days. Uh, got some plans with family. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I was gonna go back to my home state, but oh no way. Yeah, just for like a day, for like a day trip, but plans got canceled, and so I was like, mm. no, nah, we're not doing that anymore. Which I was like, I, my family is so like. I knew this was gonna get canceled. Like from right. the moment they they started trying to plan it like two weeks ago, and whenever <laughs> they whenever they were texting about it, I was like, "This is never gonna happen." That's so funny. <laughs> like two days ago, I got a text from one of my aunts in like the work in like the family group chat, being like, "Hey, so what if we did this day instead?" And then everyone was like, "No, that day didn't work." And then and then eventually after mm, like five mm. minutes, it was like, "Okay, we'll try again in January." That's so, <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. So it, it'll be a nice relaxing break for me. So I'm just glad I got through it. God, work was so slow though, because I was just mm. thinking about the end of it. That's funny. Yeah, that that tends to be how it is, honestly. 
Um, but speaking of things that are gonna be happening in January, the Chargers will not be playing football. <laughs> they will not in January. <laughs> they um, will not be playing. If they didn't lose, uh, by well, they got sixty-three points put up on them. Yeah. In Thursday night, um, even uh, even if that didn't happen, they would not have been playing in January. <laughs> but it's a very uh, it's a cap on top of mm-hmm. this horrendous Chargers season uh, that has that has that we've all seen. Yeah, that uh, you know, it's the Chargers every year for ever since Justin Herbert's got there. It's been like you know they're they're really good. Like they have so much potential. They have so much talent. You know, it's just not all fully clicking. It's not all fully there. Like it's just missing a little tiny piece. Or like this part's underperforming, and this season has just been the pinnacle of just everything not going well and every and like nothing meshing well none of the units are performing even to their standards like right. none of them are overperforming none of them are even like hitting their standard for what they should be doing yeah like the only person who's like outdoing what he should be doing is keenan allen like he's yes, been, he's been the only bright spot on like this entire team and like it's it, it showed like in every game that they played it showed and finally chargers fans can breathe a sigh of relief <laughs> after being so pissed at brandon staley for so long because he is finally fired the bad man is gone <laughs> he can no longer hurt you chargers fan. <laughs> take a deep breath take a deep breath um, and start praying for ben johnson dude if the if the chargers got ben johnson then that would I don't want to be like the league is cooked or anything because I do think, you know, you, you mentioned uh, how disappointing the Chargers have been in the course of Brandon Staley's tenure. Mm-hmm. But we also can't forget that this is just peak Chargers. It is. It's it very is. peak Chargers to lose in, in this kind of an embarrassing fashion. Um, and even if Ben Johnson does get hired there, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same boat where I'm like, this isn't going to be like a the league is cooked type run. Yeah. But that's also because I think the defense is so bad. It's just Yeah. Like they have names on defense but not like not like a bunch of superstars in their prime. They don't yeah. have like it's just it just hasn't been meshing well. They need a complete revamp, which I mean they fired the defensive coordinator as well. As so, they should. Yeah, which as they, they, as should. they should. So that'll help. Um, but yeah, no, they just need a complete revamp. It seems it's just been, it's been rough for the Chargers to say the least. No, for <laughs> sure. And the defense, it, it had been, it had been holding on by like threads for a while now. <laughs> and those threads finally snapped and it's rearing its ugly head. Yeah. I don't really like, and I think most Chargers fans don't understand either, but I don't know if they've just like internalized the like being bad narrative, just like inherently bad, um, or like what happened this year. But it's really, uh, it it's really crazy. Um, Khalil Mack is still third in sack or tied third in sacks at the moment with Trey Hendrickson. So it's kind of crazy how take a take away that one six sack game from mm-hmm. Khalil Mack and mm-hmm. he has only nine sacks which 
That's not bad either, to be honest. Yeah, not but... bad. But, like, Khalil Mack is not the Khalil Mack that he used to be, obviously. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to rely on him a lot in, like, the pass rush. And it's just... I... I... <laughs> like talking about this Chargers team yeah because like I love Justin Herbert yeah and I think he deserves so much better but god he's just not gonna get it on this Chargers team he's really not he's he's gonna be this generation's Philip Rivers where that's he's so crazy he's gonna be man. on bad teams and he's gonna be a quarterback that has potential and then never lives up to it fully Free him, man. Free Justin Herbert. They they paid him, so he's there for a while, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, he's going to be there for a bit. Max Crosby is still good, and I think that's all I got to say about the... Well, I mean, what... Should we should we talk up the Raiders a little bit for at least, like, okay, putting yeah. up a historic... Yeah, yeah, I think the Raiders definitely deserve a little bit of hype, for sure, for putting up some insane numbers. I mean, you put up 63 against an NFL team. Like, Like you don't do that on accident. Yeah, like, obviously the Chargers did bad, but the Raiders also had to do good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they... The Raiders' defense was going crazy. Easton Stick did not stand a chance. He still threw for, like, 303 touchdowns, though. Yeah, but he also, like... Those were, like, all in the fourth quarter. It was Mm. crazy. That's fair. That's true. That is true. Yeah, no, it was, like, one Josh Palmer bomb, like, in the... I think it was like the end of the first half or the start of the second half and then nothing else until like the fourth quarter. It was, it was awful. Like the first like five drives were like, were like three and out, three and out, three and out, pick three and out fumble. It was, it was insane. Mm. Jacoby Myers threw a touchdown in this game. They got their wide receivers involved. Yeah, Jacoby Myers threw a touchdown. It was that's so funny. Yeah, I've never thought this Raiders team didn't have talent. Also, fun fact: uh, Chargers are now the, the last place in the AFC West. Wow! Because the Chargers are now, or the the Raiders are now six and eight. And the Chargers are five and nine. Wow! And the Broncos are like seven and six. Seven and seven, I want to say. Seven and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Something seven and seven. Yeah. And so, oh my that's God. funny. That's funny as hell. And if you told me that the Chargers were going to be at the bottom of the division in uh, in, in December, would I have believed you? Honestly, probably. If you were like, <laughs> if, you, if you were like, I'd probably initially be like, yo, what? And then, and then someone would have to remind me. Remember they're the Chargers, and, and I'd be like, Chargers. I'd be like, oh no, what the fuck went down? Like, and then, oh god. And, and then they were like, the Raiders put up sixty three on them in week fifteen. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, bro, sixty three is an insane amount of points. Uh, after the Miami put up seventy on the Broncos, I was like, that's not, that's not, is that even gonna happen again in my lifetime? And they, it <laughs> basically did. The Raiders came pretty damn close it to basically it in the same season. That's crazy. I've literally never seen 70 or 60 as a score watching football before, and I've seen it twice this year. (laughs) And people people are saying that that this year is bad NFL and bad football. No, you just don't love ball, man. Yeah. You're just mad because Patrick Mahomes isn't. (laughs) Like, I'm having an MVP season. Yeah, you're just mad that Josh Allen isn't going to be in the playoffs. And you know what? So am I. But, uh... Hey, he's got a chance still. He's got a chance. After after beating the Cowboys? Dude, I was thinking about this the other day at work. But, uh, because... 
I don't know what the I don't know what the league was cooking for week 18, but everything is coming together and we're going to have the best matchups in week 18. Week 18, they I mean, it's a lot of divisional matchups. I'm pretty sure that's the divisional. I'm pretty sure every single one is a divisional matchup. Um yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. These are all divisional games. Yep. Every single one of these games are divisional yep. games. That's crazy. So playoff implications baby mm -hmm. uh bills and dolphins that's gonna feed fucking families bro yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be a bills uh the hardest part about week 18 is figuring out which games to watch yeah uh, all of them i will yeah. be watching all of them well not all of them chiefs chargers broncos raiders we don't need we don't need to crazy do that. at the beginning of the year you asked me about chiefs chargers i'm like oh yeah that's must watch yeah in week 18 come on bro come on that's they they were trying to cook with that one they were they they, they it was they, a good effort you can't blame yeah. the nfl for that one definitely not um all right we're getting ahead of ourselves no we're so yeah we're, yeah. we're talking about week 18 it's week 15 uh how about how about them saints beating the <laughs> beating the giants yeah you know uh spoiler we are recording this friday night oh so the thursday night game has happened Yes. So, I watched my Saints lose against the Rams last night. <laughs> Obviously, the funnest of games for Drew. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if I want to talk about the Saints that much, but... <laughs> That's fair. Um, you could go on a little Saints spiel, uh, combining uh, the two games. I'll probably do the same for the... Yeah, I mean, we beat the Giants. There's not much to write about there. Tommy DeVito's reign of terror has ended. <laughs> um... He was not cooking to beat balls. This game. He was not. Uh, Carl Granderson mocked him with the Italian celebration at the game. I that saw that. Killed me. I've never seen so many people like so mad at the Saints before. <laughs> I was like, I was like, of course. Yeah. Of course that happened. Um, Jimmy Graham caught another touchdown, which was oh big. nice. Yeah. Again, I I have to keep checking in with you here, but mm -hmm. did he catch any other passes besides the touchdown? No, he did That's not. That's so funny. His touchdown to regular reception. Uh, He's definitely got more touchdowns than actual than regular reception. That's so funny. To I'm me. pretty sure he didn't catch any other. No, because that that really crazy catch was two weeks ago. But yeah, he's got four touchdowns in the year. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, he, it's it's just fun to see. You just you love to see it. He did have one other catch. He did have one other. Catch. Oh, okay. So so two so receptions. Two receptions, one touchdown. That's crazy. I'm gonna look at his career, his season stats. I think it's like four to two if I'm keeping track. Like four touchdowns to two well, non-touchdown receptions. Yeah, to, to two non-touchdown receptions. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Six receptions, four touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. They just like, they just need. All they need is Jimmy Graham to catch a touchdown in the red zone. Just put him in for one, for one, like a couple of plays and then yeah. watch him go like, ah, and then and that's it. That's it. That's all you need. That's the Jimmy Graham experience. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Pete Carmichael can only uh, make plays for Jimmy Graham. That's what I learned from this game. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was the, it was the Giants. I'm not going to like write home about it. I mean everyone expected us to win and we should have and we did hell yeah so Derek Carr had a pretty good game uh he looked pretty good out there uh Chris Olave his connection with Chris Olave was pretty good and getting better so that's always a good sign if we're gonna be stuck with him for another year yeah but yeah 
not not the worst game not, not to watch you know that's dope um let's see broncos at lions you know lions and people thought this might be a close one people being us as well uh i thought the line well i mean i didn't i didn't think that this was gonna be a blowout by any yeah. means yeah no definitely didn't expect the blowout because the broncos i mean they've been one of the hottest teams in the league riding the, hot, the biggest uh win streak in the league and the lions just put them in their place yeah it was, this was a get right game for the lions and they was. they got right they got right real quick yeah and they Ch kept getting right Jared Goff threw five touchdowns. Uh, Jameer Gibbs had a hundred yards on eleven attempts and a touchdown. That's crazy. What were you saying earlier? That's like nine point three yards per carry or something like 9. that. Nine point one. Nine point yards per carry. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs. He That's was crazy. He was Shout out to Jameer Gibbs. You know, I was I was thinking about this the other day, even before I even heard these stats or or watched the highlights, but. And I think I might have also said this on the podcast at some point as well, but I think like Jameer Gibbs is just the best running back from this from this draft. I don't know if it's the usage rates for Bijan in Atlanta is not letting him shine that much. I, but that, also... That's definitely part of it. I, I'm not ready to say that Jameer Gibbs is better than Bijan. I like his explosiveness. I think that he does have like great highlights. Bijan is just so talented though. Yeah. If... If like if Bijan was getting the usage, he could be an amazing back. He could be a top five back. I mean, he'd be a top three back, honestly. We um earlier in the season he had a, I think like more. Uh, he was given better opportunities mm. than he is getting now. Uh, not only is he not getting as many opportunities, but they're also not good opportunities. Right. Like to like make a play, and I think he got a lot more of those towards the beginning of the season. And I think he made those count. And you could see how, you know, how talented he is, how he's able to just have crazy moves and, like, just be able to make people miss and make people look silly. That's in true. In any, like, way. His change of direction is truly crazy in the way he can insane. just accelerate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm too early out on Bijan right now yeah but i i want to be different it's just gonna be like jameer gibbs is my guy <laughs> it's just because arthur smith is awful <laughs> yeah that's crazy what was the i saw some stuff about arthur smith um it was like oh yeah he had a quote in a press conference and it was like we're gonna get this right or die trying and people were like dog just like Give the ball to Bijan and throw to Drake London. You don't have to kill your kill anybody. You have to die, bro. Just yeah. give the ball to your best players. Yeah, that's so funny. It's, it's just it's become comical at this point. How every week it's just like, hey, look, Falcons did bad again. Oh yeah. look, Bijan didn't touch the ball. Kyle Pitts didn't touch the ball. Drake London didn't touch the ball. Desmond Ritter is still bad. Yeah, dude. Yo, you know what? I, you know what someone was saying uh on a podcast that i was listening to shout out to three guys and a bear um they were saying how they were talking about justin fields mm -hmm. and they were talking about how he probably won't be a bear mm -hmm. if he went to atlanta bro yeah, i've heard it and i hate it why oh right i forgot because you because <laughs> you hate atlanta which yeah. is which is valid no uh i hate it because i think it would work very well i think that 
in that offense, I think that that would be an insane addition to that offense with just a, even a semi-competent head coach and Justin Fields instead of Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith, it would be leaps and bounds and miles better. Um, it would it would be dangerous. Yeah. Even with the people they have now, like Desmond Ritter aside, it they have the potential to be one of the most dangerous offenses in 100%. the league. 100%. They have the people. They have the bodies. And they're all young and like... That's what I was thinking, bro. They, like, they'll still have Tyler Algier. Mm-hmm. They just drafted Bijan. They also pretty much just drafted Drake London and Kyle, and Pitt. Kyle Pitts. If... I'm thinking about this now. If if uh like that team would have to be like miles and leagues above every other rushing offense at the very least in the league like you got Bijan, you got tyler algier you got that great offensive line you have justin fucking fields like okay yeah, so if it's, you it's scary to think about yeah so you, don't think about that but think about if you if you could drop justin Fields somewhere I mean, we we can talk about this Bears Browns game up next. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears the Bears lost to the Browns. Um, they did, and so, and Justin Fields wasn't. He he just looked like Justin Fields, man. Yeah, I mean, he, he had some great plays. He, he, had he some looked bad like plays. he looked like a stereotypical Bears quarterback. Yeah, it was, it, it was a st- very. It's turning back into that cycle of bad of a bad Bears team where they have a good defense and then just not a good offense. Yeah. All. It's the very Bears team. It always happens. It's everything it must come full circle. Where where would you where would you drop Justin Fields? You know, the it sucks because I Atlanta I think would be the best fit. Yeah. I think he in in a like with all those incredible pieces around him, I think he would be able to mesh really well with them and and I it mean, would take a lot of pressure off of him too. He yeah. doesn't have to like be Superman. Yeah, like, he exactly. doesn't have to like pass every play or even run every play. Yeah, I mean he's been doing what he's doing, and like obviously he hasn't been like great by any means, but right. he's been like surviving and like been a decent quarterback. Um, I, up until this point with you know DJ Moore and then Scrubs, and like with a much more talented you know team around him, if he would be much better, the Falcons would be immensely better like desmond ritter is garbage water compared to Justin <laughs> no which i know some people might hate that take but i don't care you're wrong desmond ritter is very bad um at this point i don't really see how you can like like desmond ritter i yeah no even even the diehard desmond ritter stands are starting to lose <laughs> lose faith i'm reminded of the quote that he had when he was drafted to Atlanta, how he said he was going to bring a Super Bowl mm-hmm. to Atlanta. And I know, like, every quarterback says that. But it's just, it is it is just funny to me, mm-hmm. you know? Like, let's let's take this one step at a time, brother. Like, be good first, maybe. No, that's, <laughs> that's so mean. What am I? <laughs> I don't even hate him like that. I do. <laughs> I, I could hate him enough for the both of us. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I was, I was trying to think of other places... Uh, the other day because i was thinking about justin fields and like i couldn't really think of many other places that would be as great of a fit as atlanta would be yeah 
That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe, oh, I was going to say the Browns, but they they are locked up at quarterback. They are the very locked up. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Browns, though, in that Bears-Browns game, um, you know, this one didn't go how people quite expected it to. The Bears really hung around for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was thanks to that defense. I mean, the, ever since the Montez Sweat deal, which, shout out Montez Sweat. Dude, shout out Montez we, Sweat. We were hating, bro. We were hating on you whenever you first got traded. <laughs> I'm sorry I wasn't familiar with your game, but you are now leading two teams in snack in sacks in one season. That's crazy. Insane. Insane. Shout out Montez Sweat. He's been worth every penny that they've paid so far. Yeah. And he's been a real anchor for this uh incredible like defense that like has just kind of emerged out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I still think he might be a little bit overpaid, but he, like, he will be. like in the hey. long run, in the long run, I think it'll very much be like an overpay situation for sure. But for now, he's doing exactly what you need him to do. Yeah, he he's he's adding some juice to that defense, and now that defense is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that was crazy as fuck about this game. Well, first of all, not to, you know me, love reading out drive summaries. <laughs> The entire first quarter, nothing but punts. Yeah. Then second quarter, punts, uh, Browns, uh, and then Joe Flacco threw an interception. One of three on the day, I believe. Yes, he threw three interceptions. And And they were all real bad. They were not good. And I was like, how the fuck did they win this game, bro? Like, genuinely. Like, Jerome Ford was their leading rusher with 20 yards. Like, like, genuine. Oh, oh. I remember now. It was David Njoku. That that was who won this game for mm-hmm. them. He went the fuck off. He had 10 receptions and 104 yards and a touchdown. Dude, I, I've i been waiting for David Njoku to, like, do something in this <laughs> league. And, like, yeah. I saw him, like, catch a ball, like, truck a dude, like, keep his balance and do a spin move and keep running. And I was like, what? David Njoku, he's, he's got talent, man. He's, yeah. He's, he's, under, he's underrated for sure uh, when it comes to tight ends. Maybe he's just had bad quarterbacks or something. I mean, he has, for yeah. sure. And so, also, shout out Marquise Goodwin for a 157-yard reception that he had. That was a pretty good play. Mm-hmm. Um, but the craziest play that happened in this game, it came down to the very end. Oh, the, the Hail Mary? The very end. Oh, my God. When, no. like... The the Bears, like, kind of, like, got off, like, a couple crazy passes with, like, a minute left to go. Because, like, hold on. Let me... Sorry to go back to the drive summaries because it was very crazy at the end of this game. Oh, maybe not as crazy as I thought. Um, the Browns... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Don't, don't worry about this. So, the, the Browns kick a field goal. And then the Bears start driving down the field with like a minute or so left to go in the clock. Mm-hmm. They hit a couple of crazy passes to get down to like mid-ish field. And then they just gotta they just gotta chuck it up at this point. So they throw a Hail Mary. Darnell Mooney comes down with the ball, like brings it towards his chest. And I guess like the way he was like falling the way he like hit the ground yeah like, like i think he's like, like i think it made it like ricochet up yeah his like pads yeah like i, I think, think it hit his like leg or something and then it went flying in the air he was in the end zone by the way let me make this clear he was in the end zone this would have been if if someone was touching him probably would have been a touchdown because 
like he would have had possession, he would have been down, and then the ball would have come out afterwards. But instead, no one touches him, the ball comes out, and a Browns receiver ends up with it, and it's an interception. What? Was it even an interception, or was it incomplete? Um, at the I'm looking at the drive summary, and it's an interception. Oh, it was, I think they ruled it as an interception. Oh, okay. Which is crazy. I couldn't remember. I just remember all I remember seeing is just is just Mooney hitting the ground and the ball flying up, and I was like, no fucking way. I was I'm I'm pretty sure on this very podcast I was low key a Darnell Mooney like defender. <laughs> I, I can't do it I, anymore. I, say, I do think you have been a, a Mooney defender. I drafted him in like some fantasy leagues, at least two fantasy <laughs> oh, leagues. Oh god! And not only did that decision not ever pay off for me, going so hard on the on the Bears what did not work out for me yep. and so now i'm like hey roll the tapes back to that first episode <laughs> roll the tapes back i want i oh, want everyone man. to remember that i was not on the bears hype train especially like this guy and matthew y'all were y'all were doing tricks on it at the beginning yeah and i just didn't see it i was just trying to manifest it some some <laughs> sometimes my takes are like trying to like our manifestation <laughs> takes uh-huh like it i feel like it could happen but sometimes it doesn't you know mm-hmm. that that's what i'm trying to do for lamar for mvp right now like that's i'm not fair. i'm not willing to hear out brock purdy or dak prescott oh uh, don't get me started right now oh no next yeah. game next game we gotta go on yeah <laughs> um um next in uh next uh one worth mentioning uh especially for playoff seating yep the bucks taking down the packers shout out to the bucks. You know, packers you're in lambo you have this wonderful opportunity to go like bring yourself up to eight and six and like be the like solid six seed like from there control your own destiny and you just squander it you instead you bring Baker Mayfield into your house and let him shit on your rug. <laughs> oh and then, my God. Like, it was insane. Baker Mayfield is the first quarterback ever to go into Lambeau Field and have a perfect passer rating. That's insane. Perfect passer rating. That's insane. How many touchdowns? Four? Four touchdowns to four different receivers? Like, I, like what, are you, what are you doing? How how are you gonna let him disrespect you like that? It was insane. I mean, this does nothing but reaffirm the Baker narratives that I've been trying to put out. <laughs> you Baker. know, you lost Justin, but you got Baker. Hey, you know what? And the thing that sucks is the I only I only mentioned it once, just a little nugget of uh, of <laughs> being like maybe you know Baker Mayfield may not be that bad on the Buccaneers, but uh, I went too hard on on the Bears and I forgot the other B named team. Uh, that has a pretty good roster around them, and somehow are the Bucks the top of the NFC South? They right? are. They are That's winning crazy. the NFC South right now. That's crazy. But let l- let me look at these standings real quick, because I I I'm visualizing them all being tied. Okay, <laughs> not quite. Yeah. No. Oh, definitely not quite, because the Saints have already played the th- their Thursday uh, yeah. night game. Yeah, which I mean, the Jaguars could beat the Bucks this week very easily, and it they could probably be, will. And it could be another tie with between the Bucks and the Saints at the top. And the last two games of the year are Saints against the Bucks and the Falcons. So that's crazy. 
Bro, do you think do you think they're gonna make the playoffs? Do you they think will. they're gonna be the fourth seed? I think I think the Bucks will. Yeah, that I makes don't know. sense. I like I we we could very easily beat them next week, and we could very easily beat the Falcons next week. I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> we've all heard my take. I hope that I hope that we lose both games. Honestly, never mind. I hope that we lose to the Bucks, and I hope that we beat the Falcons. Fair enough. Um, but <laughs> but I hope that we I hope that we don't make the playoffs and that we end up you know with like the 12th pick or like the 11th pick because last time we had a low teens pick we ended up with chris olave mm. so take me back <laughs> take me back take me back Jaden daniels thrown to chris olave please please we need it'll to never see happen the league I, needs to see it. i just want to lose enough games to fire dennis allen that's all i want to do and this rams game was a good start for sure. Not not too much else happened in the Bucks Packers. Chris Godwin went off. He had like ten receptions for over 150 yards, which is crazy. He was going off. Um Chris Godwin's still good. Yeah. I mean it was definitely been Mike Evans season more than it's been Chris Godwin's season. For sure, yeah. But I mean like, you know, it's it's you know, anytime someone puts up 150 yards, they have my respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of putting up a lot of yards, the Texans and Titans faced off against each other in a crazy overtime game. Um, this one was a wild one. You know, shout out, shout out like Will Levis. No, shout for out real. Will Levis. Cause I, I, this game made me appreciate him more. It, it kind of made me a fan of Will Levis. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been kind of a non-believer but like he he gets very hype. It's very yeah. You know, it's it's a personality that you want to see succeed. Yeah, for sure. Some people may not like him, and maybe he is a little bit cocky at times. But like sure. you, you kind of root for him. You kind of yeah. Do. Um, and like it's easy to root for him when he's going against Case Keenum instead of C.J. Stroud. Yeah, because I... C.J. Stroud, next level. Yeah. But um, it was definitely fun to watch. Uh, you know, mistakes on both sides of the ball. It it wasn't exactly the the shootout you were hoping for because, you know, it's Case Keenum instead of CJ Stroud and yeah. no Nico Collins. And no Nico Collins was crazy. But um in the absence of Nico Collins, Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz stepped up. Devin Singletary stepped up, man. Yeah. It was crazy performances from all of them. He had 121 yards on the ground, and also he had 49 yards receiving. So quick maths, that's 170 yards from scrimmage. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. Pretty good. Devin Singletary, oh, I was about to be like, I remember watching the, the highlights for this game because we did that right before we recorded <laughs> and um glad you remember that <laughs> and they he had this crazy like touchdown that was taken away from him at the end of overtime and i was like this was the devin singletary game but instead they kicked a field goal to to win in overtime which is still cool but shout out to devin singletary the the thing i haven't seen people talk about this but i hope no one is like glazing up case keenum for this game <laughs> i haven't seen any case keenum okay uh, good discord, discord i just for sure i just hate when like this is i've seen it a lot especially this year because so many like 
quarterbacks are getting injured. And so, like, people are like... Ooh, I have, I have a fun fact involving that. Hell yeah. Uh, guess how many quarterbacks have started. Mm-hmm. Guess how many quarterbacks have started a game this season. It's got to be, like... Started. There, there's 32 teams in the league. Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, then it's probably got to be, like, 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 64. 72. Oh, my God. That's... 72. Hold on. Yeah. 72 quarterbacks have started a game. Bro, what? Yeah. Dude, 72? For, for a moment, I was like, well, let me try and name all of them. But it's that's <laughs> that's way too many. That's too many. You know how, like, you know how, like, uh, I don't know what this, like, fact is about, but it's, like, like, in life, you can only have, like, 226 friends or something like that. That's, like, the human's, like, maximum capacity for friends or something like that. I've never heard that. That's crazy. I don't remember where I heard it. I'm just spreading misinformation right now or something. I don't know. But knowing 70... What'd you say? 72? Yeah. That also might be a lie. I could have swore that was the... Knowing 72 quarterbacks is, is, like, a third of that number. I'm I'm definitely wrong. You were closer. It was sixty four. Did you guess sixty four? I did. That's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Let's go. What nice. the fuck? Damn. Yeah. I was like in my head I was like thirty two teams and I know for a fact I mean the Browns have started like fucking five of them, so yeah, no, the, there's been a lot. And so yeah, that only it only made sense to me. I'm I'm the king of approximation. I have a core memory of back in the day in at youth uh, church being the one to guess how many candy corn were in a jar because I'm just him. I'm He's the, just I'm him. him of approximating. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> I have I have approximate knowledge of many things. <laughs> Um, you need a good guess he's your guy <laughs> yes exactly um but yeah uh let's see yeah Devin Singletary went off shout out to Noah Brown for having a having maybe not like a career year but like kind of a career like uh renaissance on the Texans he's been real good for them. yeah definitely a resurgence a career resurgence that's, at the very least that's a very that's the word that I was trying a fresh to fresh start almost like a second yeah. start for him yeah. it's been good for him for sure uh, also, shout out Derek Stingley. He Ooh. has been, he's been, he's he's makes some great plays. Yeah, he's super athletic, and he is just he, he makes plays every game that I'm like, I like the every time I watch a Texans game, there's at least one time where I'm like, what the fuck was that? Was that play by Derek Stingley? Like, yeah. how was he able to do that? Like, so yeah, no, just shout out, shout out Stingley. He's definitely been, you know, getting better uh, or improving since last year. For sure, yeah. He's he's definitely um he has also been resurging this year, uh being a being the number three overall pick in uh last year, I believe, even before Sauce Gardner. Um and you know, that kind of puts crazy expectations on you when uh when the dude who goes af like not even like a f- couple picks after you I, th- I think he literally went right after him, actually, if I'm remembering this correctly. Yeah, it was like, I'm pretty sure it was like Stingley. I think there was one other person and then Sauce. Yeah. It, so, they were real close, though. And it's, it's a big shadow. For sure, yeah. To be in. 
Um, I mean, Sauce Gardner was getting comparisons for like best rookie or best cornerback in the league, and he's still getting those comparisons yeah. this year. Still getting those like those like nicknames or like I guess those accolades getting thrown at him. So, but Stingley stepped up. He's been he's been good. Yeah, he's been very good. Not to say that the Texans probably don't regret picking. Oh, sauce, for sure, yeah. But, Bro, but imagine still... imagine uh, Sauce with that D-line that they... I mean, Sauce already has a great D-line, so yeah. I guess you don't have to imagine <laughs> it. <laughs> Just imagine Sauce in a different uniform. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, the yeah. Texans sneak a win here and improve their uh, their playoff contentions. Yeah. Uh, the reason CJ Stroud is out, I believe, is because he's in concussion protocols. So... He should be getting back. I think he's. I think he's supposed to get be getting back this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last I saw, he's most likely gonna start. So. That's exciting. Yeah. So maybe he can maybe he can help the Texans get hot and get uh, a playoff spot, or do they already have a playoff spot? I don't believe so. Oh, not quite. Yeah, they're one game out. Not quite. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but speaking of getting a playoff spot. Uh, I guess your Rams have been on kind of a little streak lately. We trying have to get been, that spot. We have been. Listen to this. In the past uh one, two, three, four, five, six games, we have won five of them. And the only game that we lost was against the Ravens. Ravens, yeah. Who we took to overtime. So, yeah, that was that was the crazy. I forgot how good of a game that was, man. That was an insane that was a game. Good game. We can hang with the best of them. All right. I mean, the the Rams are proving it. They're they're going on a roll and they're proving it. And now, speaking of hot teams, the Rams are <laughs> one of the hottest teams right now. Did you just and... transition from the Rams to the Rams? I gave you the Rams. I gave you the Rams transition, <laughs> and you said, "Yeah." And speaking of the Rams. Uh the rams <laughs> no yeah it, it was just because you were talking about how the the broncos were were hot earlier and so i was like the 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 league's shiniest new toy right now i think is the rams they, they are starting to get that the the spotlight on them and i think the you know the win over the saints in prime time that will that will definitely shine a, a brighter light on them 100%. i'm sure we'll hear some discourse about like them making the playoffs now and stuff like that Everyone's going to be like, this is the Rams' spot to lose and everything, yeah. so. Yep. And I've I've been here. I've been believing. <laughs> I, I've been hoping and praying for it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that, like, right? I mean, the, the Rams are, they're not in, like, win-now mode. But, like, this is a roster that is still like basically constructed to win we still got matthew stafford aaron donald cooper cup the core of guys that helped us get to that super bowl and also like this was supposed to be what the what the rams front office has been calling a reload year not a rebuild but a reload and it just so happens that we hit crazy on our drafts puka nakua is second in the league in receiving right now as a fifth round rookie um kyron williams is going insane uh kobe turner is insane um byron young is adding like a good amount of juice to our defense um 
and um steve avila has been super good for us uh run blocking he's been one of the one of the better um guards in the league uh much less rookie um and so like yeah it's it's just pretty it's just been pretty incredible to watch this rams run so far um and i mean like also like listen to this right like in week 11 we listen we beat the seahawks because they missed a field goal and you know what i'll accept i'll accept a crazy loss like that or, or a crazy win like that then we put up 37 on the cards we put up 36 on the browns defense we put up 31 on the ravens defense back-to-back games with like mm-hmm. some of the best defenses in the league we put up 28 on the commanders we put up 30 on the saints like that's like really good offense that we've been playing these past few weeks and honestly like i can see us hanging with basically about any offense in the league and like i've said since the beginning it's just that this rams defense is a little bit young it's a little bit sus um in uh like the commanders game we went up big on them early and then we kind of like let them hang around a little bit too long but the thing is with all of these games uh i feel like people are like whoa the rams they kind (laughs) of let the the commanders go on a run in garbage time like can we be for real right now can we be for real Mm -hmm. like they had to kick an onside kick and then still had to get a touchdown and convert two points like i i never felt like we were in danger of losing a game and that's not just like homer delusion all right i and very scared watching this Rams team play often. I was scared watching this Rams team play the Saints. I was like, something weird is going to happen this game. And it didn't really go the way that I thought to until the very end, whenever some crazy stuff started going down. Oh, that man, I wish game. we would have recovered that onside. Me it, too. It would have made it. It would have made a very interesting yeah, game at yeah. least. It would have. It would have brought everything. It would have brought everything back for sure. Um. But yeah, no, the the Rams are hot right now. Um I made the I made the um I think last week I was talking about how um Stafford was leading the league in touchdowns um and passing yards in the um past 4 weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those number well, I don't know what those numbers are looking like now because we've only played one game um in uh oh wait no that would that would still that would still count matthew stafford (laughs) it's leading the league the past four weeks uh i guess technically five if we're counting this thursday night game but that would kind of be stat padding since the rams have only played uh aside from the saints but if we're not counting this game matthew stafford has 12 touchdowns which is leading the league in the last four weeks and he's looking i wore this jersey for the game and i'm wearing it now because in matthew stafford i trust mm-hmm. and so i what do i see for this team i see us going to detroit and beating the lions and then that that stafford versus the lions golf versus the rams bro 
first Detroit playoff game at home in like 30 years, that shit's gonna hit like crack, bro. Man, and I will be shooting it up if that happens, <laughs> man. I hope so. If, I mean, like, you're not like, obviously like, oh, the Rams fan wants to, wants to be in the playoffs. But like, if you're not a fan of ball, Mm-hmm. If you don't want to see Stafford versus Goff in a playoff game, like that's crazy. Like the 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 last time we played the Rams, um, I don't remember. Or the last time we played the the Lions. Lions was I think it was in twenty. No, it was this year. We had the NFC North this year, right? Let me go back. We're going back. Nope, just kidding. We just happened to face the Packers. And so for some reason, I thought we were facing the NFC North. Um, but instead, we are facing the NFC East this year. Um, so I believe l- it was either last year. No, it wouldn't have been last year. The year we won the Super Bowl. 2021. Yes, 2021. Lions were 0-7 at the time, and the Rams were 6-1. <laughs> That's really funny, but it was also, like, kind of a close game, right? Yeah, it was 19-28. Yeah, the, the the Lions did their damnest. And they were, they doing... were, they were winning uh, yeah. until the fourth quarter, and they all scored 11 straight. It was it was a weird, like, uh, um, it was just, like, a crazy, uh, like, they were trying to, like, do, like, fourth down conversions. They were really trying to win that game for Jared Goff, which, you know what, I can respect, but it was our year that year, so what can you say? Uh, but, uh, speaking of it being the year for this team, it's always this team's year, <laughs> the Cowboys lost to the Bills, so maybe it's not their year. You know... It does feel like a different Cowboys team, but, you know, it's it's just going to be the same result every time. Yeah. Because, you know, Dakota Prescott is having an MVP caliber season comparatively to, like, the rest of the league. Uh, yes. I think he's been the best quarterback. And when it comes to, like, a pure quarterback standpoint, he's been the best one uh, throughout the season. But this game was just... This game was awful. This game was the biggest smudge on an MVP resume I've ever seen. Like I, <laughs> I was I was watching this and I was just amazed at how, just like out of sorts the the Cowboys looked. They looked like they didn't know how to fucking play football for most of it, and that was on both sides of the ball. Cause not only was the defense getting after Dak and like making him like keeping him under pressure and like no one's he wasn't able to make his like his get his draw back and like get his short quick throws out. Not only was that happening, but on the other side of the ball, the Cowboys defense couldn't stop James Cook to save their lives. Yeah. And also shout out James Cook. Oh my God. He went crazy this game. Did I would I never thought I witnessed the day where the Bills won a game where Josh <laughs> Allen threw fifteen passes. Dude, that's crazy. Only 15. 15. 15. Bro, what? 15 pass attempts. He only completed like nine or like seven or something like that. What? Yeah. Seven for 15? Yeah, seven for 15. 94 yards and a touchdown? Yeah. What? Josh Allen threw threw 15 times for less than 100 yards and the Bills won this game. That is how much James Cook carried carried this team. 
I remember hearing a quote from him that was like, it's nice, or no, no, he said something to the effect of like, uh, uh, it feels like when you go into class and like, someone did all the work for the yeah, group presentation the or something yeah. like that. And yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And James Cook worked all night on that goddamn presentation and he, yeah, and he presented the fuck out of it. <laughs> no, he was, he was, he was going off, man. Uh, over 200 yards from scrimmage, uh, two TDs, I want to say. Yes. Uh, receiving yeah. and a rushing. Yeah. Yeah. No, everywhere you looked, it was the James Cook show and shout out James Cook, man. You know, I, I, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that Sean McDermott got rid of, uh, um, Devin Singletary, the, their, uh, <laughs> Devin Singletary for starters. I was going to say their offensive coordinator. I forgot. His oh name. yeah. Uh, uh, Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Yes. I, I, I didn't Ken think Dorsey would never let, uh, James <laughs> Cook get 221 yeah. yards from scrimmage. I did not think James, I did not think Ken Dorsey was like that bad of a play caller that he needed to be fired. But I mean, Hey, if it leads to James Cook master classes, then, then bring it on. And honestly, the bills have been doing like pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah. they're now like, you know, 100% contending for a, a playoff spot. Right 100%. Now. It's definitely going to take a couple, you know, losses here and there. Because uh, they are, what are they, seven? They're eight and six right eight now. Eight and six. And they're tied with a couple of other teams in the in the AFC right now with the Bengals, the Colts, and the Texans. So it is a four-way tie um, for a potential uh, for a potential seventh seed. You're telling me out of the Browns, Bengals, Colts, Texans, Bills, and Steelers, only three of those teams are going to make it? Yes, and also the Broncos, if you want to bring them oh, into the I forgot about that. and the Broncos. Well, at least the Chargers aren't in that conversation anymore. Makes yeah. it easier. <laughs> they they're below the the well, I can't do I can't do that quick maths except 8 9 10 11. The Raiders are the 12th seed and the Chargers are the 13th seed. So I don't think I think there's still like technically a mathematical possibility for them to make. The I think playoffs. the only ones that have been eliminated are the Panthers and the and the certainly the Patriots. Patriots. I believe the Jets even still have. Uh, I believe they are at like a like fourteen percent or something like that, which is fucking crazy. Like you're telling me the Jets can still make the. You're telling me that Aaron Rodgers, who kicked off a fullback from the active roster to get activated off of IR because his ego is too big. You're telling me he might be able to return for the season? Crazy. Yeah. No, it, um, I think I, I would say it was just them. Okay, there have been six teams that are eliminated from playoff contention. They are the Panthers, the Patriots, the Cardinals, the Commanders, the Titans, and the Jets. Every oh, other team, so the Jets are eliminated. Yeah, the Jets are eliminated now. Uh, every other team has at least some like chance of making it. The Rams have like a seventy-three or seventy-four percent chance of making the playoffs right now. That's sick. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I mean that's three AFC, three NFC teams that are eliminated. Everyone else has a chance. Uh, I saw something that was funny about the uh, the Bears. Is someone was like the Bears are like 
are like within reach of getting the fifth overall pick and also like getting into the playoffs at the same time yeah that's so crazy (laughs) well congratulations for having the fifth overall pick in the draft (laughs) you will be getting uh um Oh, Fashadu. The, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, probably a tackle, right? Yeah. Probably some tackle. Uh, Joe Olt. Yeah. Name, right, Joe? Olt. Yep. Yeah. Um, hold on. I really want to know what... what Or Roma Dunze. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's a corner... Or, no, no, he's wide a wide receiver. receiver. Yeah. Well, at that, I personally... With the very little draft knowledge that I know at that spot, maybe I'm taking Malik Neighbors. I, I, I can see the... I can see the vision as well. You know, uh, all all that's known about the wide receiver class is that there's a lot of them, and the best one's Marvin Harrison Jr. That's that's oh, all that's really known about about the the wide receiver class. Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how. Okay, the Rams have a 91% chance to make the playoffs if we beat the Giants, but we still lose to the Niners. So I wonder what happens in that 9%. Like how do how how do we get bumped out? It it's if the pa- oh, it's if the Packers win out. That's what happens. It's the Seahawks, Vikings both win out. Seahawks pack Seahawks Vikings Packers and then Seahawks Packers Vikings Yeah. Damn. So Seahawks, Vikings, and Packers need to all win out. That no way that's happening, right? No way. Yeah. I think your I think your twenty twenty three Los Angeles Rams are making the playoffs, baby. <laughs> um but speaking of Speaking of making the playoffs. Yeah, I guess uh, yeah. so. Like, speaking of two playoffs, uh, well, maybe. Speaking maybe. of one team that has clinched the playoffs, because <laughs> the Ravens have clinched, and they are looking fantastic. I mean, yep. Ravens are the clear favorites in the AFC right now. I think I think it's pretty safe to say that they are, you know, pretty handily the one seed, and they are showing why they deserve to be the one seed. They shutting out a, another powerhouse in the AFC who's been kind of up and down lately. Yeah. I mean, they, they've been... The the Jaguars this whole year, it's always been, you know, the, they, they're, they're, they're kind of shaky, but they'll get there. They'll get there. You can see this. Yeah. They're kind of shaky, yeah. but they'll get there. And it's been 16 weeks now. Yeah. And they still haven't gotten there. Yeah. So, like, what are we waiting on now? No, you're so, you're so right when you mention that because it's like... The, this like this was supposed to be the jeez they're on a three game losing streak so far that's mm-hmm. kind of i did not realize that yeah. um yeah it's like it, it yeah, went they, from shaky to like bad <laughs> yeah like jaguars what's going on mm-hmm. and they have a pretty like easy schedule it hasn't been like a ton of like hard games these are ones that they should have won with the talent level that they have yeah it's it is kind of insane cuz you know, this was supposed to be a Trevor Lawrence MVP-like season. In in a year with pretty down quarterback play, yeah. um, if nothing else, by virtue of most of them getting injured, like, what 
what is happening with Trevor Lawrence? Like, sh should Trevor Lawrence not be, like, rising to the cream of the crop right now? And uh, let me check these league leaders right now. But, uh, well, he is, he is, Jesus. He is ninth in passing yards right now. Uh, with dudes like Sam Howell mm -hmm. above Sam him. Sam Howell has been throwing like crazy, though. Yeah. Although, I mean, most of these names make sense, like Josh Allen, CJ Stroud. But also, how are you letting a rookie outpass you? Dak Prescott. Matthew Stafford is fifth in the league passing right now. Um, well, I guess to be fair, he probably won't be after uh, CJ Stroud and Dak Prescott play their games this week. But so now I'm just spitting propaganda. Um <laughs> manipulating the numbers yeah yeah all the all the all these right now right now because we played our game uh we have three we have three of our players in the passing rushing and receiving top five <laughs> and i don't think that's going to i imagine puka will probably end up being fourth behind aj brown and uh cd lamb who need to who CD Lamb, who is fourth right now, needs to at least get um like 20, 22 yards. Okay, he's that. Yeah, and AJ Brown needs even less. He needs fourteen yards. So by by the end of this week, he will probably not be that high. Where where did this Rams tangent come from? Dude, why, I don't why? even know to be honest. I literally <laughs> don't did, even know. You were you were bleeding. Oh no you no no! You bleeding. said you said we were talking about playoff teams, and I was like. Like the Rams have a seventy percent chance to make the playoffs. No, that no, 30 we, we moved chance. on to the Ravens, and then we were talking about how, and then we were talking about Trevor Lawrence and about how bad he's been, and you were like, "Oh yeah," looking up Trevor Lawrence stats, and then you're like, "Ooh, Matthew Stafford is high up on his stat." Yep. Let yep. me spew this, and let me infect the ears of the young listeners. I I will have spread my misinformation. Yeah, like I'll have plenty of time to do that. I will have to cool off on it. Unless, unless we beat the 49ers, I will be obnoxious on this podcast. I will be, I will be, uh, propagandizing like Super Bowl aspirations if we beat the Niners, God. unless they sit their starters. And in which case I'll just have to be like, all right, fine. They rested their starters. What do you want from me? All right. Anyways, Ravens and Jacks. Ravens and Jacks. Lamar Ravens, Jackson needs to win MVP. He does. And Isaiah likely went off. He did. He had an insane game. But yeah, Lamar Jackson's pocket presence is unmatched in the league. His, yeah. his ability to create in the pocket, his ability to avoid pressure and like just weave in and out. He makes it look like it's child's play. He makes it yeah. look like it's like it's nothing. To just he'll have dudes running out from every direction and he's just his he's so calm in the pocket and he's able to just like either find a person downfield and like make the pass still or he's able to like find the one little spot where he can avoid the pressure get out yeah make some more time make some more room and either take off or find the receiver downfield and it's it's his ability to do that is unmatched and it's probably it's probably his greatest skill as a as a player like better than his ability to run like yeah. i think that's more valuable in his game and in the nfl than than his ability to run is you know, I don't know if I'll 
agree with that personally just because they work hand in hand right a yeah, lot. yeah yeah because um, like the the you know whenever you see him maneuver the pocket and like create uh out of structure it you know the way he moves reminds you of the way he moves when he's like joking out dudes in the open field like mm -hmm. he's he's fantastic at that and like i've i mean we've we've talked about this mm -hmm. the entire year uh, just lamar's L lamar's ability is just fantastic in every phase of the of the quarterback uh position mm -hmm. i will say his his ability the reason that he's able to do a lot of the amazing things that he's able to do is because he is such a good mobile quarterback. 100%. I, I, I will say that his ability to run is the part of the reason why he's so good at what he does. But just his... But I think that's something that separates him from anyone sure. else, like any other running quarterback. Like, For sure. Puts him over, like, Josh Allen and people like... Like, rushing quarterbacks of the past, like Vic, mm -hmm. and, like, other mobile ones, like... I'm trying to think of other... Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. The only reason Ooh. that uh, Jalen Hurts has good pocket presence is because he he has a fully built pocket at all times. But that that pocket has not been working for him, and it definitely wasn't working for him on uh, Monday, Monday against yeah. the Seahawks. That's crazy to me. I don't know how the Eagles lost this game. I yeah no. Um, Jalen Hurts' pocket presence is not good. He, he can't he can't step up in the pocket like what uh, Lamar does and like make those throws. He folds so fast. He's just he's not a good catch the ball, step back, make the throw player. And he whenever he gets pressured, he's not able to, you know, maneuver in the pocket and find the open man. Still, he folds so fast and he just takes off. And it doesn't work all the time. Like, yeah. it's just, you can't rely on that all the time. You got to be able to, like, still make the play and be able to find one of your two all-pro caliber receivers. Yeah. And, like, make the play. You you can't just fold instantly when you get a little pressure. And it's crazy the way that um, he got beat by Drew Locke. Drew Lock, hey, hey, no, no, no hate on Drew Lock though. He went off. <laughs> Drew Lock had a great game, insane throw at the end, uh, to Jackson Smith and Jigba. It, one of the best, one I, of the best plays this year. One of the best catches of the year. I don't know if you've seen the the still frame on it, but there's one still frame like it's just its fingertips. Like oh yeah, it's, it's like. like it's like even like a little bit of an overthrow from yeah, Drew Lock. It is. It's not the like best like in in that situation a backup making that throw you love to see it yeah but 100%. like i definitely could have been better obviously but i mean he the receiver the receiver is still able to make the catch granted that receiver is one of the most underrated receivers in the league right now because he's on a team with you know dk metcalf and tyler Lockett. yeah literally which has had uh underwhelming quarterback play throughout most of the year uh that's my jackson smith and jigbo rant yes. for the day i love jackson smith and jigbo <laughs> he's so good um, but yeah, um, they, uh, the, the, the Seahawks, they still have talent there and Drew Locke, you know, he can, he can get the job done. The Seahawks defense especially mm -hmm. was able to, you know, contain Jalen Hurts and 
contain that defense and not let them make the big plays and it paid off i mean they they were able to to hold them the eagles have lost their last three games and granted you know two of them were niners and cowboys but i mean they're supposed to be that team yeah and they got blown out by the two teams that they might be meeting in the conference championship you're meeting one of them no literally yeah you're, you're you're facing either the cowboys or the niners at some point in the playoffs like you're gonna have to do it like there's literally no way that you don't face one of them my worst fear is that the eagles get bounced in the divisional round by the cowboys this would be bad for two reasons one the cowboys win two the cowboys win a divisional game and then i can no longer make fun of them for that and I guess also now a third, a secret third reason is because if they face probably the 49ers in that conference championship, who's going to beat the, who's going to beat the Cowboys in the conference championship? The Niners, the Niners. like obviously, like yeah. the, the Cowboys can never beat the Niners. And so that's just a free ticket to the Super Bowl for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I would, I've never, I've, I've been trying to think of like a situation in which the Niners have to play the Eagles and the Cowboys. And I really hope that there's a situation where that happens because I need them to have to face each other. I, I want them to have to go through the gauntlet. I want them. To, I want it to be the hardest schedule possible. Me too. But Me too. I don't know. I don't see a world where... I don't know. I, I've Because I, I didn't think I'd root for the day where the Cowboys... I want the Cowboys to yeah. make it to the Super Bowl out of the NFC out of like the three reasonable teams that it is do we what are these uh playoff matchups looking like right now i gotta know as of right now in the afc at least ravens are on a bye they're in the first seed oh wait i found it i found it um updated though this is through week 15 okay so this is not counting uh the thursday night game uh let's see let's see the niners oh well i guess we wouldn't see who the niners would face but they would probably face they would face the lowest seed dude it would probably be us if we beat say we beat dallas we probably face the niners because they're the first seed right yeah that's if you beat dallas it's on us it's 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 up to the rams to beat the niners in the playoffs man yeah you gotta beat the Lions. If you you gotta beat the Lions or the Cowboys. How are the I would much rather face the Lions, man. Not only because I think we could genuinely win that game, but also because Oh, you know what? Y'all it isn't gonna be the because I was looking at this with uh my my Cowboys friend my Cowboys coworkers. And the the cowboys like unless the 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 only way that the cowboys can get the second seed and the eagles can get the the fifth is if the eagles lose a game against the giants cardinals and giants yep so it's gonna be cow it's gonna be eagles second seed uh cowboys fifth seed okay and that would have them up against the well whoever wins the nfc south i guess yeah and then yeah, no, you would have to beat the Eagles then if you were the seventh seed, or you would have to beat the Lions mm. if you were the sixth seed. Put us in at that sixth seed. Let us make a run in the playoffs, man. 
Because no matter what, I think the lines are gonna are pretty much a lock for the third seed because the uh the fourth seed is gonna be whatever like NFC fucking eight and nine nfc south team that ends up getting into the playoffs and then the vikings cowboys vikings they're, they're gonna lose one of those i think at least the the lions are oh lions please beat please beat them twice please beat them twice oh that would be perfect lions please if you have any desire to lose in the wild card <laughs> round beat the vikings twice they would have to beat them a third time if according to this uh roundup Play three times in, in four weeks that's crazy bro insane oh my god those teams would get to know each other real well yeah no that third that third matchup would be a real like that would be a true coach off right yeah there. and dan campbell is probably winning that yeah hey if it's not the rams i want it to be the lions yeah <laughs> We'll see, though. We'll see. The, the The picture's starting to come together in the NFC. The AFC is very much in the air still, but but the NFC is definitely still up, or but the NFC is definitely still or is definitely starting to to come together. Um. Well, we breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Matthew is not going to be making it tonight. We thought that he might make a uh, NBA debut tonight because mm -hmm. uh, he wrote a bunch of notes about uh, about the NBA this week. And I'm honestly just stalling so he can send in his picks right now. But um, do you have any NBA uh, news to talk about? Because I, I, I've, I've been slacking on NBA just because I haven't been... Uh keeping up with it ever since the in-season tournament start uh, ended ever since then i've just been uh the lakers have been one in five so i haven't had much to watch that and... is really all i was gonna bring up is that we have lost uh five of our last six games since mm -hmm. the in-season tournament doesn't matter though we're saving it for the playoffs i yeah we are i think so too unless we make a dumbass trade at the trade oh, deadline God. or something i don't i don't i mean it did work well for us last time but like but i want to run it back with this team i i'm also wanting to keep our yeah our squad double doubling down with that logic would be kind of insane of us i yeah. think yeah it's just been really unfortunate we've just been like not playing up to our potential and like in the game that we lost against the rockets like lebron and ad were both out or i think it was just ad but like it was like ad and cam reddish and like one other starter i think um this last game that we lost against who who what who did we just lose to oh the timberwolves yeah. lebron wasn't playing against the timberwolves uh um, i mean they're the best team in the west as well so true yeah but we were like i mean we were in there for a while we, we were we definitely stayed in there, in there. It was it was a two possession game for a bit of the fourth quarter mm -hmm. for sure, and so oh we lost against the fucking Bulls. Bro. Oh yeah, we did lose. Holy the shit! Who was playing in this game? LeBron and AD. We have no excuses for losing <laughs> that game. That was a that was yeah. a uh, 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 I almost said Austin Reeves just mixing up my white uh, Lakers players, but. Um, <laughs> Did I say Alex Caruso? Yes. It, it started with an A, so I was like, I was mm -hmm. all fucked up. 
And so, I can't believe we lost to the Bulls, man. That's embarrassing. We barely lost to the Knicks. That one that one was a tough loss for us. And I believe AD and, uh, and LeBron played in that game. Yep. We wasted a 32-14 game from... Uh, from AD that game. AD has been excellent. He has been very good. He's been fantastic. Basically this entire year. Yeah. And especially lately. Basically averaging like 30 points in the past like... Probably like 7 or 8 games. Mm-hmm. And so it's... uh You know... It's tough to, to see so many Masterclass games wasted. And like whenever I'm like... I feel like a lot of the time last year, I was really, like, being, like, like kind of, like, hopping on the, like, AD, you need to, like, step up a little bit type mm-hmm. narratives. Mm-hmm. But I... AD has been doing his part. And For sure. it really feels like the rest of the team is letting, letting him down. And maybe I've started to, like... Oh, oh, uh, speaking of starting to, like latch on to the little like rumors the threads of trying to fire darvin ham uh <laughs> you were talking about how the saints were oh yeah the, the 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 one good thing that came from this uh from this rams game is that for the first time in my timeline i saw M- nfl rumors post uh something to the effect of the Saints are reportedly looking to move on from Dennis Allen. And I was like, thank fucking God that at least the rumors are out there. At least, like, at least the whispers are starting. Bro, get Ben Johnson it... on the Saints. Oh, my God. I would love him. I want Ben Johnson so bad. Uh, I want Ben Johnson or I want uh, Mike McDonald from the Ravens. Oh, true, 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 true. Oh, man. It would be really nice to see you get like an offensive head yeah, coach. Yeah, I, I want I want an offensive minded head coach. That's why I would prefer Ben Johnson. But our defense has also been very bad. So mm-hmm. I want uh, I I think we'll need a defensive Help. coordinator either either way. Just <laughs> please. <laughs> I I'd be fine with Dennis. Allen. He probably wouldn't want to, but I'd be fine with Dennis Allen stepping back into his defensive coordinator role. Cause like maybe yeah. maybe maybe that's what he needs. Maybe that's why the defense has been so bad. Is because like he he's trying to take on too much at once, and it's just not mm. working. Cause he like it's hard to be a defensive coordinator and head coach at the same time. Yeah, like look at Sean McDermott over there. He was struggling for a while. Oh. Um, um, let's see other NBA. Detroit. 25 games baby 25 <laughs> games it feels like you know that uh you know that going. uh uh that meme of like mr krabs uh oh, like we like crazy going like 26 days like that yeah. yeah yeah that's that's what this podcast feels like sometimes <laughs> talking about this detroit lose they're reason. still going man they're still going against Against the Uber drivers of Salt Lake City, <laughs> who were down uh, like no, thirteen, like drivers. thirteen people were like injured. It seemed like uh, there were so many people out during that game, and they still lost. I don't know if this is real, but I saw on Twitter how some, or no, it was a, it was on Twitter. It was a screenshot in the Detroit Pistons subreddit, and they were like, "I bet my life savings that we won't lose this game." Talking about the Jazz game, and they bet like. Like five or ten thousand dollars on that, that game. Yeah, was five thousand. Like, that's if that's real, dog. Like, 
that's you're just like putting money in the pockets of vegas dude like are you serious like, you're insane man you are he was definitely insane for that yeah um yeah i would never bet for the pistons um i saw some i saw another tweet about that as well that was like uh now that the now that the streak has gone on for so long now it's gonna be even harder for the pistons to lose it because no team wants to be the team that that loses to the to them first yeah and oh, i thought that made me laugh that made me laugh but um let's see other nba news uh Victor Wimanyama's teammates refused to pass to him. Oh, true. Uh, yeah, that has been. It's so funny watching Jeremy So Sohan. I always, I always forget how to pronounce it. I Sohan. think it's Sochan. Sochan. Oh wait, no, no. I think it is Sohan. Sohan. Whenever yeah. you said that, it it lit up a it synapse clicked, yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Uh, he. It's so funny how he just refuses to throw the ball to Wimanyama. How no one on their team, like, wants to throw the ball to Wimanyama for some reason. It's like dog. He's seven four, and it's like basically automatic. It's so frustrating, just how they just refuse to like plan around it. You would think Popovich would like make that more of a point of emphasis to like get Victor the ball, but I guess not. Yo, the Nets, I believe, are on a six game losing. Oh, they're on a five game losing streak, and they face the Pistons twice back to back, basically. <laughs> Do you think they lose one of those games? Oh, they might lose one of them. They might. But are they... Wait, why is it saying that the they're 2-26? and 26? Oh, because they're on a 25-game losing streak. Yeah. I see. There's no way, they right? They definitely could lose one of those. If Detroit, was, if Detroit was to win it, I think one of these games is going to be it. What's the record again? They're, they're like... I thought they already broke it. No way. NBA losing streak record. It's on the edge of NBA history. So closing on twenty six match losing streak record. So I think it is twenty six. I believe it is the the trust the process Sixers. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew kept saying that, and I was like, no way! Like in somewhat recent history, the Sixers twenty eight. Twenty eight in twenty fifteen. The Sixers lost 28 straight games. Yo, if if the Nets manage to beat them twice in a row, the next game that the Pistons play, the Celtics. Oh, God. So it's like basically guaranteed if the Nets... Yeah. Nets, Brooklyn Nets, on, Nets. If you're Come out on, there Nets. listening, if you're out there listening, please win please. both of your... Win please. both of your games against Cam the Thomas. I'm praying, Cam Thomas, please <laughs> save me. <laughs> Cam Thomas, if you're out there, please, please save us, save me. We need a 40 point master class. Actually, never mind, because every time Cam, Tom Cam Thomas does that, they lose. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. What is what is up with Cam? The Cam Thomas experience must be insane as a. <laughs> just literally he's like the he's like michael porter jr in that he never passes but like but like he's good for a bucket up to 10. oh god um, let, let me see if there's anything else that uh yeah i can't think of anything else too major in uh in the sports world oh sick matthew sent in his pickums let's let's listen the show we got this let's run to these pickums um we matthew will have 
plenty to say, especially after the the these Christmas games that uh yeah great slate of Christmas games coming up. We have way too much good sports on Christmas Day to even like talk about. It's gonna be insane. Well, the two game I think we already mentioned this, but the two the two football games in the earlier slates are not that good. Yeah, we didn't we didn't mention this on podcast, but oh, gotcha. uh, but we yeah no the, the two football ones, but the late night football one. <laughs> Oh, but even well i guess we'll get to that yeah um but to start off uh you know we already had saints rams i chose my saints because i'm not going to choose against my saints ever even though i knew they were going to lose i chose the rams because we're that team right now mm-hmm. i believe matthew also picked the rams oh wait no he actually did not uh submit his picks in time yeah he actually didn't uh and i'll i'll tell him right now make sure you put that in ESPN as well, so you don't miss any more games. All right, starting off uh, on Saturday, we have a couple Saturday games, uh, just two of them, one at 3.30 and one at 7, the 3.30 game. You got the Bengals at the Steelers. Um, This, you know, it... I don't even know what to say about this one. Like, Honestly, me neither. Because it's like, <laughs> who really is going to win this game? I'm picking the Bengals because it's like, who else am I going to pick right now? Yeah, I think especially since Kenny Pickett is still out. Mm, oh, they're starting Mason Rudolph this yep. game. Crazy. Yeah, Kenny Pickett right and Mika Fitzpatrick are both still out. But Jamar Chase is also out. Oh, uh, T. Higgins is really T. Good. Higgins is still in. T. Higgins master class incoming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, this is it's kind of a mid off, but I mean it has yeah. playoff implications for sure. I hope the Steelers win so that a different, currently eight and six team. Like beats them. Because mm-hmm. no one wants to steal see the Steelers in the playoffs. Nobody. Not even Steelers fans. Or no, no, no. If the Steelers win, it would knock the Bengals down so that we don't have to see Jake Browning in the playoffs. Even though he's been, like, good. But, so, you, like, so you're going for, for the Steelers now? No, no, no. I mean, I'm picking the Bengals. Oh, okay. But if the Steelers win, I won't be too mad. I'd rather see Jake Browning in the Bengals over Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. But yeah, but I'm also picturing, like, the Bills getting better and, like, the Texans sneaking in there as well. And so if they if they like beat up on each other, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Then maybe we can get some other people who are like will rise above them. Okay. Okay. I see the vision. Uh I'll go with the Bengals though for now. Speaking of the Bills, we have the Bills at Chargers for the Sun Saturday night game. And you know Oh, you know what I didn't factor into it? The interim head coach lock. Oh shit! The coach the buff. The interim, the interim head coach buff. No, nah, I'm taking the Bills. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I'm it hasn't it hasn't worked every time this season. Yeah, uh, the 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 Panthers lost after right. Frank, was, Frank Reich was fired, but the Panthers are also like, yeah. Will the Panthers win another game this season? Who knows? Sources say no. Sources say no. Source me. Yes. I made it up. <laughs> I made it up. Um, um. Yeah, I'm going with Bills though. Oh wait, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, to 
give Matthew's picks here. Matthew is also picking the Bengals, and Matthew is also picking the Bills. So we are all united. And Matthew, like me, is also picking the Colts against the Falcons. Who is also just like me for real, because I'm also picking the Colts. <laughs> Next up, we got Seahawks and Titans. I mean, I got Seahawks. They're rolling. Uh, Matthew also is rocking with the Seahawks. I don't know if Gino's going to be back, but we'll see. Why am I looking at my picks and I'm seeing the Titans picked right now? What <laughs> What am I smoking right now? Did you already do it and you were like, yes, Titans. D- and now I'm kind of like influencing myself. You were like, what was I thinking in the past that I was, that I... <laughs> Maybe yeah. I was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe past me was on to something. No, I got, I yeah, I definitely got to change my pick to the Seahawks. I don't know. I genuinely don't know what I was thinking. Maybe I was like, it's at, it's at their home. They, the, oh, it's also Drew Locke. This is a Drew Locke game. Or is Geno Smith coming back? I think Geno's coming back. Mm. We'll see. Let's. I'm, I'm going to ponder on that one for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll rock with the Seahawks for now. Yeah. Maybe I'll feel differently as the. Maybe ooh, what's the weather looking like? That's if the Tennessee Titans are. Uh, it's in Tennessee, so it's not going to be that extreme. There's been snow games in Tennessee, right? Well, it's going to be 52 degrees, and the global warming is also happening. So, yeah. what, what was what am I thinking? That's a Seahawks pick for me. Yeah, uh, we got uh, Lions at Vikings. I'm going with the Lions. Lions. Yeah. Matthew also has Lions. Uh, we got Commanders at Jets. I'm going with the Jets. I also got the Jets. And so does Matthew. Uh, Packers at Panthers. We got the Packers. I also have the pa- the Packers. Same with Matthew. Browns at Texans. Kind of, kind of a toss-up. Kind of a close one for sure. Matthew has the Browns. Oh, interesting. I have the Texans. I can see the argument for the Browns. I mean, they have one of the best defenses in the league. My argument for why I'm choosing the Texans is the Browns are so injured. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they, they've been injured, like, all year. Yeah, yeah. But they're, like, just getting even worse and worse. I Yeah, no, I definitely got the Texans here. CJ Stroud is returning, and I know he wants to... Oh, is he not? He's out. No way. CJ Stroud's out. Fuck. All right. I'm picking the Browns. Why is he <laughs> out? I think he's still just on concussion protocol. Huh. I hope he's okay. Yeah. I think he had to be like, out like two weeks or something like that. Remember, it's concussion protocol. Estimated return date the 31st, which is definitely after this game. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well... Please, Houston Texans, pull some crazy magic like you did in the in the Titans we game. Wanna, we want to see CJ Shroud in the playoffs. We don't want to see Joe Flacco again. Please. Bro, what the? Yeah, no. Get us get us out of this timeline. <laughs> you know what? I'll pick the Texans for this manifestation, manifestation. pick here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Jags at Buccaneers. I got the Jags. Same. Same with Matthew. We got Cardinals at Bears. I got the Bears because that defense is good. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of Kyler Murray, Murray cooking here, but yeah. I also got the Bears. I got a ride with my boy, mm-hmm. Justin Fields. After that, we got the Cowboys at the Dolphins. I'm surprised that more people are picking the Dolphins because I got the Cowboys on this one. 
You know, it's funny that you say that because right now I have the Cowboys pick, but I think I'm going to switch it to the Dolphins. I can see that, obviously. I mean, they're two 10 and 4 teams. The Cowboys just lost to the Bills. The Dolphins also lost to the Bills earlier in the season. Um, It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one for sure. 100%. We'll see. Um, I just. Oh, wait, what is also, the status of Tyreek Hill? I was just about to say this might also come down to the status of Tyreek. Uh, so we'll see. Is he questionable? Oh, estimated return date that day. We'll see. The He's day of the game. So They'll probably try and play. Game time decision it's looking yeah. like. Do you know what the injury was? I don't. Not off the top of my head. I guess yeah. we'll I guess we'll see. Hopefully, uh hopefully he's uh good to go. Always exciting football. Yeah. And uh Matthew picked the Cowboys. I don't know if I said that already. Uh oh, who did he pick in the in the Bears? Oh he picked the Bears. He picked did the we Bears. say that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh next up we got Patriots at Broncos. I'm assuming we're all picking Broncos. Yeah, he did as well. Uh we got Raiders at Chiefs. We got the Chiefs. One of the Christmas games. Yes, we are starting with the Christmas games. And the first game is a blowout by the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, next up, we got the Giants at the Eagles. Another Eagles. blowout by the Eagles. And then finally, America's Game of the Week. Perhaps the Game of the Year. Potential for Game of the Year. Please be Game of the Year. Please at least have a good game. We let's. We need to eat on Christmas Day. We All don't. I want for Christmas is a Ravens dub. Which is who I'm rocking with in this Ravens game. Ravens against the Niners. Drew and Matthew are both going with the Ravens. Oh, shit. And I'm rocking with the Niners for now. Oh. I hate it. I oh. hate to do it. I hate to do it. Oh, but... wait. Speaking of the Niners, now that we've gone through our pickums, don't you have a Brock Purdy hate segment? I do have a bro. Uh, I'll speak through it real quick. Please, please cause... do. I need to hear it. I need to hear yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to mention this whenever we were talking about the Cowboys. Uh, I was so upset after the Cowboys-Bills game because I thought Dak Prescott's like the best chance for Brock Purdy to mm. not win MVP. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, how many times has this happened where just a quarterback who doesn't deserve it, or just a player who doesn't deserve MVP has gotten it? And I just went through a lot of like old MVP seasons mm. and looked at like lists and looked at like stats from other years and like looked at... I know stats can't always tell the full story. Right, yeah. Uh, especially because, like, Purdy has the best stats, but, like, is the least deserving. And I think this is a very rare scenario, like, one that hasn't happened before, where there's such a stacked roster that, like, someone who's just kind of mid, the, the quarterback is just kind of mid, and then everyone right. else is stacked. So then you end up getting this, because there just aren't rosters like the current Niners roster. There's yeah. not, that's not a thing. Um. So I was looking up you know previous mvp seasons that were i that i thought were you know undeserving mm -hmm. and i came up with two examples of ones that i thought very well or that were uh either worse like the two i can only think of two that would be worse mm -hmm. than brock purdy's one of them was a johnny unitas year Back in 67. Oh, and right. I, uh, I read about this one a lot because uh, it was a very similar situation to what we have happening now, where it was like four different quarterbacks who were all like in contention for it. Like imagine mm. like, you know, it's Purdy, Dak, Lamar, and Mahomes, you know, they're all kind of there and they're all having really good seasons, but like the, but they're all like so close together that no one can really decide. So basically it will just come down to who has the best record, which turns out to be Unitas, mm. which 
he also had like the worst stats out of the four mm. which is or he not the worst stats he was like the worst player out of the four that were in the oh, gotcha. I, I don't remember who the four were that it was but um united's ended up winning that one it's crazy of course and my other one this is the only one that i could think of like off the top of my head as like just such an undeserving mvp and i don't have i don't have the year off the top of my head i forgot to write it down but it was during the strike year in the oh, nfl that's funny where they only played nine games but wasn't it a kicker it was a kicker that's so funny named mark mosley yep and the funny thing about mark mosley's mvp is that he wasn't even like a good kicker like he he missed like two pats that year that's crazy <laughs> in like nine games that's crazy like, there's so many kickers with better like kicking percentages than him like he didn't even have like a particularly great year he only scored like 70 points for his team it was crazy was it because he was on like the best team i i tried looking into it no one i could not get any facts about it like i can't I can't come up with any conclusions as to why he was awarded the MVP. Like, I I don't even know why it happened. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I couldn't find any stats to back it up. I couldn't find any, like, articles, like, explanations of people being like, well, yeah, because quarterbacks weren't good this year, and, they, and then there were no right. good running backs that went over 1,000. I, I couldn't find any. <laughs> like, it was insane. I guess that year is just for, like, trivia. Yeah. Like, who who won the who who was the kicker who won MVP? It's yeah. like Mark Mark Mosley. It's like that. It's like that meme of uh like Bart Simpson where it's like say the line like Mark Mosley is the only kicker to ever win MVP, and then the rest of the class oh. is like yay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that what that NFL year was about. You know that meme? They're definitely laughing at him. You know that, right? Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know it's that. Definitely, it's definitely I thought they were like thing. cheering because he said no. the line. Like obviously, I didn't think that it was like cheering with him, but I thought that they were <laughs> yeah, like. No, they're laughing at him. No, that's fine. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's so funny. Um. Yeah. No. Um. Anyway. Do oh, you have more Brock Purdy hate or just like talking I about have, MVPs that didn't deserve? I have him. so much in Brock Purdy hate in my heart. But... Oh. Uh, stat fact, the 49ers are leading the league in pass yards, but are, um, 32nd in the league in pass attempts. I don't know if that's necessarily a Brock Purdy hate. Also, it's just not true. No, 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 no. That is true. The, the stat that got, uh, community noted on Twitter was that, uh, Brock Purdy had the lowest pass attempts in the league. He is like 21st in the league in pass attempts, but is leading the league in yards, which in and of itself is crazy. But the 49ers as a team are 32nd mm. in the league in pass attempts. And yet Brock Purdy is leading the league in pass yards. So just something to think about. Without more stats, that also just sounds like Brock Purdy has, uh, has been getting a lot of yards per attempt more like yards after the catch but that yards after the catcher factor not at all into that Listen, into that brief little are you on my side or not i'm trying to be on your side but yeah <laughs> those, those were original those stats were pointed out to to as 49ers propaganda you're feeding propaganda for 49ers the uh whenever i saw that i was like 
Yeah, but you don't. Course. You but you understand the full story. The average person would see that and be like, "Wow, he must get a lot of yards per throw." That that Brock Purdy guy must be good. One air yard. One point five. One point five air yards. Yes, did I, didn't I say this last? No, you so, did. Yeah, that, I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just pulling out all the stuff, <laughs> pulling out all the all the random stats and all the fucking hate that we can, because. God, I hope Brock Purdy does not win MVP. I hope when free agency and uh, the cap comes for the 49ers, I hope they become a bottom barrel team again, like they have been mm-hmm. in the mid, uh, like 2010s. Yeah. I need to see it. I need to see it. I'm tired of them being relevant. Bro, like... What's going to happen is the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's going to win Super Bowl MVP and regular season MVP. And then the 49ers and Brock Purdy are going to be bad for the rest of NFL history. It's just going to be like a wait. It's going to be a, a, a Mark Mosley-ass year. It's like, who, who, what happened in 2023? Brock Purdy. Oh, I... Haven't heard that name in a while. He sucks. Yeah, yeah, we knew it at the time, but somehow they gave him MVP. I will Ugh. never forgive. I will never forgive the league for doing this. Uh, anyways, let's let's get the fuck out of here, yeah, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's fuck Brock Purdy. It's All fuck day, the 49ers. It's fuck the Falcons. Cause you know what? Let's let's back up Joby here. Um, <laughs> Appreciate it. It's fuck, uh... I'm trying to think of, like, a Mavs rival. The Suns. Fuck the Suns. Oh, fuck the Suns. Yeah, fuck I Devin can... Booker. Yeah, fuck Devin Booker. Uh, were you... Were we talking about that? I... All the... I edited, like, three podcasts in the span of a week, <laughs> so they're all, like... Yeah. Like, meshing around in my head, but I... I know... Oh, no, no, this was the... This was the last one that I uploaded. Um, last week's is going to be uploaded after we cut recording but mm. um the one where it was just matthew and i we do we do some devin booker anti-devin booker propaganda <laughs> and that's where the the thumbnail comes in from uh oh i that. saw that we all are both like that yeah or uh, we're like we're like oh uh, yeah, flipping off okay, yeah, yeah. bro I that's such that. a funny fucking picture of both of us it's so good um but the uh and so then i had to like edit it so we were both in there but mm-hmm. um yeah no we were uh devin booker was like two for 12 <laughs> in in one game and i was just i was just hating i was nice. just hating if if it's one thing that we'll do around here it's it's we'll hate the we'll, players we'll that hate. We hate we'll hate you know it, you know it's a part of the game you gotta have you gotta have friends you gotta have enemies um haters are gonna hate like Taylor Swift said, and I hate Taylor Swift for polluting the environment. Did you see the? Did you see that? Uh, that I don't know what the number was. But it was a lot. Yeah. It was too much for one person. It not was too much for one company. Yeah. And Taylor herself was making all that. Was using all those emissions just to see Travis Kelsey play. Every person is not equally responsible for the climate crisis. 
In fact, one person is very much responsible. Taylor Swift is an eco-terrorist. She is. She is. It's crazy. Like, I'm not a <laughs> hater. I'm not a hater on Taylor Swift for, like, her music or, like, because of her fan base or anything right. like that. I'm a hater because she is single-handedly fucking up the environment. <laughs> yeah. Like, we... Never mind. This is a sports yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might let's, start let's another stop. podcast up <laughs> at some point. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I hope... Uh, I hope you audience i almost said you audience people out there audience people what what am i what what what, i hope everybody i hope you all have a good good christmas listeners um whatever you celebrate i hope it's fun i hope you get everything that your heart desires i hope you have a very peaceful holiday time wherever you are in the world Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah, spend yeah. time with friends, family, hold them close, and have a good time. You know, you are loved, you are cared about, you you matter. Absolutely. And remember that this holiday season. Absolutely. And yeah, on that, y'all have a good one. Yeah, take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>